guys, and today we're going to be talking about three things that we can learn from Stan Groff's holotropic model and how it's a great ayahuasca preparation technique. We'll be getting into all the details of that today. And if you're new here, welcome to the Multidimensional Journey YouTube channel and podcast. Thank you so much for being here. This channel podcast is all about mental health, wellness, spirituality, with a huge emphasis on psychedelic and plant medicine preparation and integration. I'm your host, Ayahuasca Carr. I'm a coach, breathwork facilitator, and therapist. Um, be sure to like this video, save it for later, share it with someone who could also benefit from it. Um, and be sure to check out the free ayahuasca preparation course down at the link below. Three hours of free preparation content just for you. These are the same exact things that I've gone over and over again with my students in preparation phases, especially for the beginning modern Westerner. So I hope you enjoy that. And without further ado, let's get into today's topic. So uh, I personally attended my first holotropic breathwork retreat about a month ago, and I have to say it's been very life-changing up to the point where I've decided to go forth and go through the entire training. It's a two-year training, and I, I feel finally at home in the work of non-ordinary states of consciousness work. Like I know some of you um, know that I went to the jungle in 2021, and I have to say I learned more about facilitating non-ordinary states in one week you know, than I did in two months. I, I promise you that. Because um, there's so much more to facilitating than like singing some songs. And, um, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the things that we learned in um, the ayahuasca tradition, the Amazonian tradition, um, and Stan Groff's model, what I've been learning so far is like, you know, how to basically not be codependent with people, how to not intervene when you don't need to let people empower themselves in their processes. And, you know, even though I've like, I've always practiced that way because I've been trained way beforehand, it's just so nice to see the impeccable leadership, the impeccable ethics, like the Stan Groff model has some, it just has the most amazing um, ethic model that I've ever seen. And I think you guys have heard me talk about on here a lot about Kylia Taylor. Um, and I read her book, The Ethics of Caring. Um, I found out about her through my partner who went through a breathwork training program by somebody who's trained in the holotropic model. Um, and when I read that book, I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. So really highly recommend that if you want to go into any type of this work, um, psychedelics, plant medicines, breathwork, being some sort of healer, so to speak. Um, I found out that Kylia Taylor, um, you know, she's a licensed therapist, but she has deep roots in the Stan Groff model. By the way, if you guys don't know, um, if you're into Jack Kornfield, if you're into all those people, they all hang out. That's what I'm learning. They've all been hanging out for years. And Jack Kornfield has been one of my distance mindfulness mentors for a really long time. But I'm, I'm starting to realize that he's all into the non-ordinary states of consciousness work too. So um, anyways, so I really think if you haven't gotten your hands on any of Stan Groff's books, that would be a really good idea. You know, I really think his model that's built on research, that's built on a Western, you know, mind frame, but also draws from many, many cultures is really, really incredible. Stan Groff's Holotropic Breathwork book. And then um, he has many, but the other one that I really uh, enjoyed, I read recently was A Spiritual Emergency. And the Holotropic Breathwork book goes over a lot of different states of consciousness, what someone could experience in a non-ordinary state, how to set up the, how to prepare for it, the type of setting, how to prepare for that. He goes over all sorts of things like birth trauma, womb trauma, um, you know, things that we're working on in such a deep subconscious level. It's too much to go over all in this video. So just go get the book, right? Just go to Amazon, get holotropic breathwork. A lot of your eyes will be open if you haven't already. So I just think in terms of ayahuasca preparation, 
a lot of what people report and encounter is very similar to what Stan Groff's work has been about. And I really like it because it's very relatable to the modern Westerner. You know, um, there's a lot to learn about an entirely different culture. And like, that's a lot to take on. Um, but I really think that Stan Groff's model is like really, really amazing. Um, so that just philosophically, you know, holotropic breathwork is not just a modality, you know. Um, oops, sorry, guys. <laughs> it's not it's not just a modality. It's an entire philosophy. And I think that's the other thing that people might not know right away is that it's just not a breathwork experience. It's a total way of facilitation of how to hold space of everything. So um, so that brings me to my next point. Three things that we can learn from the holotropic model in terms of ayahuasca preparation is the actual experience. You know, I don't know if you've ever been um, to an holotropic breathwork experience, but it is pretty incredible. And the reason why, well, let me tell you about it and then I'll explain why it really helps with ayahuasca preparation. So number one, it's a three hour experience and you're breathing, you know, nonstop if you want to, so to speak, for about three hours. And, you know, you get a chance to breathe and sit two times. If you go to holotropic.com, and sign up for one of the retreats. There's a lot of experiences out there, but I'm really talking about the ones through holotropic.com. And the experience mimics very closely, very closely, the the a room, um, a group of people who would be taking ayahuasca. So let me break that down and tell you why. So everyone lays down on their own mat. That's, that's very reminiscent of an ayahuasca room. Everyone kind of has their own like mat, their blanket, their pillow, all their accoutrement. Same thing in holotropic breathwork land. The other thing is that it's so weird when I went to this retreat, everyone got trash bags and I was, it was so weird. Cause I'm like, Oh, this is so reminiscent of the ayahuasca room. Like, is everyone going to barf? <laughs> but I guess people have actually thrown up in holotropic breathwork experiences. So I thought that was really interesting. The, the lights are dimmed. Um, and there is really loud music. There's really loud music. And I, I have to say for pure breathwork, it was amazing to because when you so in this model not only do you get a chance to breathe but you get a chance to be a sitter two times which i actually think that the ayahuasca community would just do themselves a great favor if they just borrowed this model but um at least the western ayahuasca community i can't speak for anyone else but um so everyone gets a sitter you're not allowed to go to the bathroom alone so what that means is that everyone there's like you know sometimes when you go to ayahuasca ceremonies you know this isn't a judgment by the way this is just what i've observed sometimes there's like two facilitators three facilitators to like 30 people in the room that's an off ratio that's like not enough people right um but in the whole tropic model everyone gets a sitter so there's sitters and then there's facilitators which i thought i was just my mind was blown i was like oh my gosh like i really feel like this is something that's really missing so um so you're breathing for three hours right that's that's a long time to be in a non-ordinary state and i think in terms of ayahuasca preparation if you do plan on going to a group and you're nervous about it and you've never never been to an ayahuasca experience it can be a really great way to start attuning yourself to group dynamics and um group catharsis i mean let's just there's there's um, there's very little to no peace in a holotropic breathwork room people are yelling people are making noises people are getting up and dancing you know it, there's there's a lot of things happening and it's all very beautiful like it was interesting i never thought i would be a person to scream at the top of my lungs in a room but i mean if it seemed so safe like everyone was just going for it it was it was really incredible and so this is sometimes hard to do in ayahuasca land because everyone is just so sensitive but i i felt like everyone felt so free to push the limits of their nervous system because everyone was um, essentially sober if that makes sense 
but so you have this three-hour non-ordinary state everyone set you know sets intentions um there's a preparation talk you know and then there's integration circles afterwards too so i think in terms of titrating one into this experience with no medicine required and it being a three-hour experience i think it can be a really good model you know i just i was so impressed with the facilitators and how the room was held and um I really like the non-doing. There's a guy in, um, well, he's passed away now. His name is Tav Sparks. But he really created this um, philosophy within holotropic breathwork is like, we're the space holder as the facilitator and they get to work through their stuff, you know? And in the tradition that I learned in the Amazon, there was a lot of intervention. You know, there was a lot of blowing smoke on somebody, singing songs directly onto them. And... I knew that was never going to be the way that I was going to facilitate, you know, because that's just not how I came into this. I came into this work completely different, but I definitely went to pay my respects, you know, to be like, hey, I want to have a connection to a lineage, you know, but I've come to find out that, you know, we all get to choose how we want to work with these different energies and these different plant medicines. There's no right or wrong way, you know, and I feel like if any of us are trying to make each other right or wrong or put each other down, um, that's not really going to get us anywhere, right? It's everyone gets to choose how they want to work with these energies. So, um, so I really liked Half Spark's approach of like, you know, empower them, only intervene when there becomes a safety issue. That's really, or when the person directly asks for it. So, these, these are the things like that I'm like, you know, I really, yeah, I really believe in. So anyway, um, that those were a couple things. So the, the third and last, but definitely not least, and there's definitely much more we can go into, but um, essentially that retreat, you know, um, by the way, if you're an advanced ayahuasca practitioner, I would just go to one of these because I, I seriously was just so mind blown. You know, if you're an ayahuasca facilitator, you've never been to these types of experiences, I would really encourage you to go because I think it is such solid training for um, for like a team, you know, the main facilitator and like the team members to go because it's something to really adopt. Like, you know, really having everyone sit for each other, really watch each other. It really just opened my mind. I was like, wait, this is so crazy. Like if you've been to an ayahuasca ceremony, like people are left to their own devices at times for like hours in the dark, you know, alone. They're not completely alone, but um, like if they needed something, it would be a struggle to ask for it in the ayahuasca space. So in the Stan Groff model, no one is left alone. You know, someone is right there with you the entire time, which once again blew my mind because like, you know, breathing versus taking a full on hallucinogenic. So anyway, those are my two cents. Um, but so the, the thing about the, the holotropic model and attending one of these experiences is that really gives you an opportunity to attune to the energy of what an ayahuasca room would be like for sure it is ayahuasca rooms aren't peaceful all night you know there's a lot of catharsis happening a lot of energies going around and you're definitely busted wide open because you've taken a hallucinogen right so it's a great way to attune yourself your nervous system and you know if if you come out of that and you're like wow I felt very resilient. I never felt like I was over my capacity. Maybe there was a, at times that I did, but I was able to recover really quickly. You know, that would be a good green light to be like, okay, um, an ayahuasca experience would be a good next step. Or maybe this, this was a good integration process, you know, post ayahuasca. But if you come out of these experiences and you're like, whoa, 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 that was way too much. Cause I could, it can be right. Then that, that might be a good indicator. Like, okay. Um, maybe want to think twice about stepping into it right away. And the, the, yeah, so the good thing is that, you know, the whole tropic experiences are, um, in terms of like safety, 
has actually pretty similar red. Okay, sorry guys, I actually cut myself myself off. So I was gonna go into how holotropic is accessible, but the truth is, is that it has a lot of similar medical and mental health contraindications, but that would be good to kind of assess with yourself in terms of the ayahuasca preparation, because, because honestly, I really feel like in terms of, if we're gonna take plant medicines and psychedelics out of it, the holotropic breathwork model offers somebody who's like, no, not really ready for ayahuasca, but definitely ready to expand my consciousness in a way that I feel more in control. I really think that the holotropic model offers that. So, so grab the holotropic breathwork book from Amazon. I'll leave a link down below and grab all his other books as well. They're all, they go deep, deep into consciousness, transpersonal psychology, how to see things in different ways. Um, so yeah, we talked about the Stan Groff model, how that's helpful, the three-hour breathwork experience, how that's helpful, and then just attuning ourselves to the energy in the breathwork room, how all of this helps with ayahuasca preparation. So I hope this was helpful. would love to hear from you guys in the comments below. Any questions, any burning questions about what is holotropic breathwork about? would love to answer them. Um, be sure to check out the three-hour ayahuasca preparation course down below. Come join us live weekly in our Facebook group where I answer all your questions. We connect, um, different ways to work with me below. And I'll see you guys next time. Bye.